Hey podcast listeners, this is Barely on Topic, a Boston Bruins podcast, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. This week we're up to episode 17, the coach's challenge under review. You know how you plan to do one thing and then something else comes up and you have to change tack? Well, that's what happened this week. The main topic for this episode did come up organically enough due to a coach's challenge going against Bruins in game this week. We talk about the coach's challenge, reviews by the officials, and how to improve both of these to improve the game. Also, we discuss a game of the week and bare necessities. We recorded this on Sunday, March 6th, with Nick, Anthony, Jeff, Kate, and myself, VA. Hopefully next week, Timmy will be back with us, so we hope that you enjoy the episode. Alright guys, so here we are again. I have a functional microphone, and we're going to talk about the trades, because it was a trade deadline. Hey, we got Louie, still. Yes. We do. Everyone with said it. that's not going to happen, but, well, guess what? We were all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's Things had trickled out about that, and it sounds like 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 Sweeney was being lowballed like really bad, like one second and a and and, and to see prospect or some shit like that. Mm. Like no way. Yeah, I mean, like, I I don't blame him at all for not trading if that's what the return is, because everyone that was upset that they kept him would be even more upset about that. Oh, and goodness, rightfully yes. so. So, what do you think the likelihood of him actually being resigned is, though? I'm not rosy. Yeah, Under I'm happy 50%. he's here now. So, so we we're pretty sure the cap's going to go down, and that luch money is going to come off. Mm-hmm. So that's as is the Kelly money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I can't see Kelly being re-signed. Not not anywhere near that money. But we're still at fifty percent for signing. You think or less? Like you think the likelihood? Is <sighs> I think a lot less. I mean, maybe he. I my guess is he goes to free agency on July first. Whether he signs somewhere else, where I will, quickly or not, maybe a different matter. You never know. He, he he almost certainly is going to try to test the market because he's going to want to see if he can get better. Mm-hmm. Maybe he won't be able to, and he'll circle back, and we'll get something. You know. Yeah, maybe. You never know. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath though. Well, what do you think of of the possibility of uh, Sweeney keeping him until like the days before the the draft? Oh, I mean, just stealing his rights. Hmm. I'm not saying that's something I want to happen. I just know it's something that could I think happen. That's the most probable scenario. Yeah. Um, I hope he does better. It gets he should be able to get a better pick for his for his rights than he did for Soderbergh because um other higher end players have gotten as high as a third, second, or even a third, a third or even a second. The Soderbergh actually return was kind of garbage even for his rights. To be perfectly honest, mm. um, our own sixth, yeah. But um, I think maybe Don just was kind of like, well, I don't really feel like dealing with this, so. Goodbye. Could be that way. I mean, you would hope that he'd want a little more value, but I guess I think, it... I think the demand for Louis should be high enough that he should be able to get a mid-round as opposed to a late-round pick. Mm. Third or a fourth. Conditional, of course, on him signing, because those usually are. But we'll see. You know, I don't want to just dwell on Louis. Let's talk about what we did get. Mm. We got a defenseman. I'm pretty psyched <laughs> yeah. with the Lyles, Lyles trade. He's better than you ever could have imagined, really. No I mean, kidding. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. It's like when you tell me, oh, we're going to get a guy from the, the Canes. Who's okay. 35. Yeah. He got waived a couple years ago by the, uh, by the Leafs and then traded for Tim Gleason, who they proceeded to buy out. Yeah, yeah. you don't have, like, the super highest hopes, although, <laughs> hey. Small sample size, but hey, it, it's good for now, you know. It, it's promising. I would have to say that Lyle's is not a dumb guy. He came in here. He's he's like, wow, this team is in contention and uh, I've got to play better than these 
other younger guys to to actually have a spot mm-hmm. and maybe have a chance at maybe getting re-signed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he's, what, he's a rental for sure, right? Yeah. They after the season? Yeah, I think our, with how many guys that are going to be, that are young and are going to be one way next year, because you've got to add Chiller to that list, it's going to be hard to re-sign him again unless other space is made on the D-line. Oh, no, I'm not saying re-sign him. I'm saying his motivation to come in. Oh, here oh that's like, my point. Is that he has to prove it, not just to Boston, but in general. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. And yeah. And he has to prove more to get re-signed elsewhere than to, than to re-sign here, I think. Yeah, so it's like he's got a shot with a con- contender, and if he can help them go further, then it's just going to bolster his case for a, a new contract. That's all. But I'm happy with him being here. I thought. Yeah. That- I, I live in Kaniac land, all, all uh, ten fans. But if, <laughs> if anyone's been watching his game this year, uh, he was a uh, one of the many reasons why Carolina was even close to being good this year. Because uh, they had no offense, no goaltending. The only thing they were winning on was the strength of their blue line. Uh, <laughs> the guy can be used in any situation. He's been around the league a long time, so he can you plug him there, you plug him here, it's going to work. You're, you're, you're going to love the results. Plus, in, you know, he's from India, and they, uh, they make good stuff. <laughs> he's from in India? What? Indiana. 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 We would now probably leave. I haven't looked this up, but we probably leave the league on roster Indianans now between him and Zach Trotman. <laughs> probably. Oh, I thought True. they were both from Michigan. Oh. Both born in Indiana, at least. Um, I think um, I think he didn't he play for Michigan? He did. Lyles? Because I remember Tory Krug was saying something about how he looked up to Lyles, and I think they both yep. played for Michigan State. I think so. <laughs> Plus, you know what's really great about Lyles is he's filled that roster spot for the crystal blue eyes that we've been missing since Johnny Boychuk. <laughs> I remember Anthony saying something about yeah, that. Yeah, actually, They're I was dangerous. saying it about I was okay, saying that it is, for uh, Anthony. <laughs> born in Indianapolis, Indiana, raised in Zionsville, Indiana. Zionsville. Played most of his minor hockey in nearby Carmel, where Zach Trotman was born, before entering the Culver Military Academy in Culver. Okay, he played on the um, uh, national team development program in Ann Arbor, and he went to Michigan State. There you go. There it is. All right. There you go. And Lee Stepniak um, was did go to Dartmouth. Yep. Okay then. Well, there we are. <laughs> There's your Pierre Maguire feel, type uh, yeah, <laughs> segment of the bad. show. I, I have more hair than him. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel bad about Stepniak because I feel like he's just you know going from team to team and he's not very well loved for some reason. But you know he he's does good stuff. Each the last one. He's got six teams in the last two, three seasons now. Yeah. I just want to say that I'm glad that Stempniak is here. I know that they there was word that he was offered a PTO, but he wanted more than that. And, yes, and Sweeney said as much in his press conference on Monday, last Monday. Yeah. Um, and he ended up taking the PTO with the, uh, with the Devils. Because they were going to be able to promise him an actual roster spot, whereas PTO in Boston came with no assurances because... We looked like we had a full roster going into the season. Mm. Certain players mm-hmm. didn't work out the way mm. management <laughs> hoped, and I will leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you mean certain players that have managed to get suspended in both the AHL and NHL at the same time? In consecutive games, no less. <laughs> God. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that more. If you really want to know more about that, people, look it up. <laughs> it's all over the internet. Twitter, Twitter will tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Twitter's a cesspool. Go ahead. 
yeah, so we agree that the two new additions are working out pretty well. I'm excited because this is the first trade deadline that it seemed like we made moves that could improve us right now. Yeah, I mean the jo- the Yager one could have improved us, but he was just snake bitten. I just don't understand what the hell was going on there. So Step- Stepniak is like is his most effective winger that um that that that, that right wing that Marshan and, Ber- and 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 Bergeron have had since since well Sagan. Mm-hmm. And that line <laughs> told you not to talk about Ty Ty here ever again. No. I mentioned the thing that happened later. Um, <laughs> um. Now that said. The line reminds me a bit more of them with Reki than with Segan, though. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I hadn't thought fact, of that until you because you that was when Reki. that 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 was the, the the Bergeron line trio that I remember being the most fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Not the Segan one, the Reki one. Hmm. And the Stepniak one's it's got that feel to it. I'm liking it. I dig it. <laughs> yes, I am looking forward to that chemistry building a little bit more. I think they've got a solid foundation i think it's gonna get better i just i just can't help but tell everybody every week how much i love bergy and marshy and all that so if we can love <laughs> stempniak as well then it's great it's a beautiful line i might cry a little bit about it oh now it's the thing about that bummer it's um actually well if it works we want to resign stepniak we know he wants to be in boston you know he wants stability but the way mm-hmm. he's scoring this season he's going to cost a lot more than eight eight hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. But a lot less than Louis and for Louis. Louis. Turn. Yep. Yeah. You probably get him for two years for three million, which I'd be fucking on board with. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was just saying, like, we got him like really cheaply. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. We could probably do something to extend his contract, if not Lyle's. Um, then I would be all, oh. all on board for that for Stempniak. So Stempniak is, is thirty-three. This I did not uh-huh. know. He's um, playing on the second line. That's amazing too. Well, like, just I mean, right he's in there. old enough that he, he would sign for shorter term, probably. Right? You know, right. 30, 30 you can justify demanding six years. Thirty three, you can't. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I'm just pointing out that he's thirty three. I had no idea how old he was. And yes, I understand that you, no one dies and falls off the earth at the age of thirty. But you know, <laughs> after thirty, your skills do start declining but mostly after like 34 or 35 or something in in the hockey world so just something to keep an eye on you know he looks a lot i think he looks a lot better than louis did didn't louis spend like a hot second on that line a couple of times yeah yeah, yeah. at never... the beginning of the season yeah mm-hmm. and it's louis just it's just not the line for him it's uh he works a lot better um He's better Krejci off dragging and... dragging either Krejci or Spooner up, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. better so... with Krejci than he's with Spooner for some reason. But... Yeah, so... Spooner's speed hurts Louie a little, while Krejci's playmaking helps him. Yeah, yeah I can sense. sign on board with that. That's yeah. Why I, yeah, yeah, I can sign on with that, with that, with that thinking. It's cool. And they have the speedy youngster over there with, uh, with uh, Pasternak, too, to just kind of keep them going. Yeah. It's all good. All right, so I think I, you know, I have some hope that uh, that the Bruins are they're better, they're in a better spot than they were last week, for sure. They look like a different team than they did a week ago. Yes, just for those two additions, it's it's quite remarkable. So, and I mean, just like yeah, the two games like we just recently had. I mean, that was just an amazing difference. I thought, you know, just thinking that they were going to get blown out, but they didn't. That was we got to the deadline, run over roughshod in possession the last couple games. Leading against some strong teams and Calgary. 
<laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Ready? We're going to yes. talk about, and Nick, I hope that you put some reverb on this. We're going to talk about the games of the week. I can Actually, use, game I can of the that. week. Game of the week. Chicago. So they rolled into the garden this week, the second part of a back-to-back with Detroit. And it was nice to see a tired team come into town. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's the Blackhawks, you know. We'll take it I, any way we can. I actually, take- I, I haven't seen too many games between the, the Bruins and the Blackhawks where it wasn't pretty evenly matched. It was just a matter of, hmm. like, when you made your mistakes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because what happens is the Blackhawks are usually pretty good at capitalizing on your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have... A scoring line and a defensive line in their top two, like we do. So, in the end, what happens is Bergeron cancels out Kane, and Taves cancels out Krejci, so it's a battle of third lines, is what it ends up being. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and Hosa was out, so... Well, I don't, you know, I don't even want to diminish this win. This was a great win, so... Well, that, that was just sort of a general no, no, discussion. That's, that historically uh, goes diminishing? back to... So, uh, a tired Bla- Blackhawks team is still way better than, I don't know, oh, yeah. an energized <laughs> Oilers team. To be fair, to be fair, a um, you know, a hockey game against the say floor model set at uh, at Jordan's Furniture is 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 probably better than Oilers team. (laughs) You're very mean. I just was just grabbing some some team. I don't know. There are lots of bad teams out there. Mm. We don't need to pick on the Oilers all the time. Like Calgary. Calgary. Oh, Calgary. <laughs> oh, Calgary. So Calgary oh. came into the garden and rested, and that was a boring game. And then Chicago comes in on a back-to-back, traveling, and they played better than Calgary could have. <laughs> that first goal by the Bruins. <laughs> I think that's a good sign of what these additions can do. Even though uh, Stepniak really didn't get on the score sheet on Bergeron's first goal, the puck movement... The positioning of the of the wingers just allowed Bergeron to do that wraparound. No one expected Bergeron to shoot because everyone else was was moving. It was, was that still got the secondary assist on that. Oh, you did? Well, yeah, I was wrong. Uh, My okay, point so is completely invalid. That was the game. Oh, yeah, that was the game when uh, okay, uh, Bergeron looked like he could have been out of the play and he wasn't. Like he fell. Oh like yeah, it. like when he fell or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he fell down. And he like yeah. skidded into the boards and then he got up around the net and. Uh, nice. Got the puck and and shot it. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was Bergie. I mean, it, give Bergeron a lot of credit. Without his uh, skill and hustle, the the course, the goal doesn't happen. But I believe Stepniak was in front of the net, and it looked like he should have been the one, you know, in a good position to shoot. Mm-hmm. Instead, Bergeron just keeps on skating. Uh, the screen develops, and he shoots real quick. That just one. This is a lot about Bergeron's on ice leadership. Two. Mm-hmm. Stempniak knows, hey, that guy, he's very underrated for uh, a playmaker, you know, at, talking about Bergeron. So yeah. it's kind of like, I, you know, I'll feed the puck to Bergie. He's on a hot streak right now. Boom. Goal. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it, how it developed. At least that's the story in my mind. It ain't no fan fiction either. It's just <laughs> So... <laughs> So, okay, so Bergie opened up the scoring. I had to jog my mind here a little bit because it was a couple days ago, and I'm old. 
Who wants so, to talk? So glad Kane didn't score in that game. That was, was pretty pointless. awesome. <laughs> he Kane was pointless. pointless. <laughs> he didn't score any goals. That. <laughs> that was that was beautiful, VA. That really was. <laughs> just knocked it out of the. Dinner. That was. Oh my God. That was. That great. was. You know what? I should have just been the whole article. I spent way too long putting that thing together. It was very entertaining, but the whole article should have just been a frowny looking Patrick game with that line, and that was it. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna learn how to do these game recaps on BobbyDeBerge.com. Anyway, um, yeah. So it was just perfect. I mean, of course, Taves had to score because he's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Bergeron scores. Taves has to score too. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was Taves. He wasn't even excited about it, you know? Yeah! <laughs> and not because he's just like, yeah, I do that on a nose just because he doesn't, you know, just, he, he feels nothing. You have yeah. to have a soul, soul. <laughs> to yeah. feel something. I'm pretty sure of it. I'm not convinced he's not some form of machinery Seven with of the nine. lack of empathy, lack, not empathy, like lack of emotion he shows. No, I. you know what? I think machines have more soul than he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, you know, I still can't get over the fact that it's like I look at his eyes and it looks like somebody took a sharpie. Somebody <laughs> took a sharpie and and colored in his eyes. That's it just face. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who always has their eyes straight forward and that wide open. Normally, that's you know kind of haunting because it look, feels like they're looking into your soul. That one is just like I- I'm analyzing you. <laughs> I'm no, just like... you. It's kind of like you're like you're staring down into the abyss. <laughs> And you're realizing that at the center of life is a gigantic black hole. That's what looking into Jonathan Taves' eyes is like. You know what, though? He grew up in Winnipeg, so... Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> oh, man. All right, so back to the game. Back to the game. <laughs> Bruins score another one in the last minute. The the no, typically vulnerable minute of the uh, first period. Marchand scores and it was gorgeous god i love it when birdie and marshy score in one game just mm. man it's just so beautiful maximum effort love it when maximum effort what, what is that from deadpool oh god damn it yes <sighs> it's the first movie i've seen multiple times in theaters probably since oh, wow. i was a kid and saw toy story 2 twice <laughs> I saw Deadpool on back-to-back Sundays <laughs> because, like, we saw it on Valentine's Day, and then I was like, and I'm like, I want to go to see a movie, and, Glenn, and Glenn's like, what, what, what do you want to see? I'm like, Deadpool. He's like, okay. <laughs> again. Oh, it was lovely, but I'm not going to go see it again. Anyway, so that Marsha Engel, Lee Stepniak, second assist of the night, then his uh, second game as a Bruin, so that was uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. He said he's working really well on that line. So, <laughs> so that that's that's his home. That is his home on that first line. And Can you we know, Connolly first line. Yeah, we should. It is the first line. Yeah. Um, and Connolly's been actually, you know, he's in the right place on the, the fourth line. And um, yes, I know talking about the fourth line, but uh, you know, Achari center centering Ferraro and Connolly. That's that's not like a typical fourth line. I love it. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was Ledeke mentioning that if Achari didn't get that broken jaw, he would have been called up much, much sooner well, as well. Camp and, and Talbot have been so average, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like about Achari? His name? 
Uh, no, he's from Rhode Island. I like that. Oh! And I love that, even though this is not our game of the week, I love that he kind of took out Orpic last night. Oh, uh, yes, because, uh, yeah, fuck Brooke. Brooks Orpic's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah. Questionable hits. What an asshat. Anyway, I love that that happened last night. But, um, yeah, I honestly, it's like um, I need to pay a little bit more attention to the new look fourth line. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with the fourth line as, as much. Like, uh, people want to just talk about just shit all over it all the time. I, I worry more about the, the deployment of it. So, um, <clears throat> especially last year, the deployment was terrible. Well, um, that's just it. The fourth line sometimes... Doesn't there isn't such a thing good a thing as good deployment for some fourth lines? Mm. Yeah, this... last season's de- uh, fourth line there never was. You're right. No, it, it's just a way to give like the first and second lines a break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, this was good, and I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, you know, interesting conversation uh, piece right now. Um, Brett Connolly, I just hmm. yes. Man, he's not making much of an argument. What? He just signed a one-year deal last year. One year, year, hair over a million. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, He just seems, honestly, for what we thought we were getting, he just seems kind of like a dud. He'll he'll never live up to what we paid for him. Yeah. Mm -mm. But. Or his drafting position. But I don't dislike him as a player. No. He does certain things very well, just not score. Yeah, he's, right. he's terrible at scoring. He's just, he can't do it. But um, I'm not saying that he's a terrible player. I see a lot of effort out there. I just see him not scoring. And I kind of would think that a guy who was drafted in the first round and who we gave up so much for, I don't know, maybe he should be scoring? Just saying. Eh. If he can it didn't work effective. out. It's okay. If he can be effective there, and they'll probably re-sign him because he is quite good at that. He's going to be cheap. He's going to cost less than he does now, probably, to get to, to re-sign him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has an earned he is form. young. He is young. I mean, he could still develop. He's allegedly so... 23, yes. He's allegedly 23. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to turn into a 50-goal scorer next year, but he could still develop, and maybe, who knows, you know. You I know mean, what? He could be effective at goal scoring. He could. He could. <laughs> You know what? I just love talking about a guy who I, I love talking about him because he's young enough to be my son and he looks old enough to be my husband. So <laughs> it is just He great. looks like a dad, basically. He looks like he should have like a ten year old kid. He does he look ever, like he's in his mid thirties. Yeah. Did you ever see his dad on the dad's week on the dad trip there? Because I want I want I, want, I didn't and I wanted wondering if his dad looks <laughs> Older than he does. Like eighty. Yeah, his dad was like or something. <laughs> I mean, is there oh, man. is there something about it being exposed to the cold rings that makes some guys look like they're No no Tampa. Tampa. No sunscreen. Bad sun protection, maybe. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Alright, so we gotta move on to the second period of this game. So we had Schooner uh Schooner. I forget <laughs> Spooner and Krug and came up with Schooner. Schooner! <laughs> Uh, so, Spooner. <laughs> Five seconds into that power play. Woo! Oh, God, wasn't that gorgeous. Um, another great screen. It's amazing. Like, when you screen the goalie... Oh, that was score. the double screen with uh, yeah. Bergie and then Erickson. Bergie and was like... I think, yeah, and I even think the uh, Chicago defender kind of helped out, too, in screening. <laughs> I mean, well, it, yeah, it's always great. Chicago only getting... has three good defensemen, so the others are going to, you know, do what our defensemen yeah. do and screen their own goalie. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that's a good point. Like, we're not that bad. If Chicago's doing it with only three defensemen. Sure, their so, three yeah. defensemen are phenomenal with, 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 yeah. with Keith Seabrook and, and Yalmerson. Um, that's who, uh, right now, we have no defensemen that really actually rival any of the three, but um, <laughs> at this stage in their careers. Yeah. Yeah. But um, after that, the drop off's pretty steep, so. <laughs> you know, another thing that I loved about this game was, like, even though Taves had to ruin the, the scoring fun in the uh, the first and second periods, we almost had, like, four unanswered goals, except for Taves thing. <laughs> it was just beautiful. It was like, just get all the scoring done now. Like, yeah, exactly. Bank it up. <laughs> because, you know, after that, we had uh, Erickson, who scored. I'm trying to remember what that one looked like. Oh, we had Lyles and oh, Krejci as the assists on that one. Um, Yeah, the perfect, uh, I guess, tip pass. I mean, Lyles just kind of, it was, I guess, like a shot, hard pass, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, er- yep, Louis yep. just turned the stick. Boop. Yeah, yeah Louis like, had it went fall- like that. Louis had fallen in the neutral zone. Lyles had the puck. Louis got into position. Uh, I mean, uh, I think uh, Krejci had gotten the puck. He gave it to Lyles or something and then uh, gave it on to Erickson who scored. It was just beautiful it for a very clumsy looking play at first. Awesome goal on the backhand. I mean, it was those are hard to do. Oh, scoring is hard. And then scoring when you have some of the odds against you or is even harder. Yep, and then we had one more stupid goal by the stupid team. <laughs> stupid Fleischman. Uh, well, at least Vice, uh, Vice, I'm sorry, uh, Weiss, Weiss didn't. Weiss? Yeah. <laughs> he Even did no damage dumb. either. <laughs> Even I know it's dumb. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dutch, and it's close enough that I just automatically go okay. German on it. Um, two distinctly different languages. But anyway, Weiss, yeah, he, uh, he didn't really do very much, and that was great. <laughs> Although, I wouldn't have minded somebody punching him out. Um, I really hate the fact... Luch- Luch isn't around, though, so... Yeah. Well, no, they're in the same, same conference again. <laughs> oh, they can have fun together. They could, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll meet. Maybe they'll meet in the Western Conference Finals. Luch will just, like, literally rip his heart out and eat it on, <laughs> eat it on the ice. Just, <laughs> Kalima! <laughs> 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 Yeah, I really hate that uh, that Fleischman and Weiss can have uh, six games against the Bruins this year uh, because mm. they got traded and uh, including that yeah. game, yeah, and the Blackhawks get to play them one more time uh, this year in Chicago. In Chicago, um, it's also remarkable because that was a home game against the Blackhawks, you know, and we're expecting home game. They're not going to show up. They're oh. not going to. They're oh, going to blow up. That's right. It was a home game. Woo! And, and, and last night was also a home game, which, despite the OT, OT loss, was a solid was a game on the part of the Bruins. It mm-hmm. was. It was. Um, but uh, having I, a, We're having a, a, an okay run on, on the home games. I mean, Calgary was also a home game. I've had a six points, three consecutive home games. Um, That's pretty and, good. And this was all <laughs> after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So, Stemp and Lyles, or as somebody likes to say, the Steampunk Lily. Uh, Michael, where we're undefeated in regulation in the Lee Michael Lilsniak era. So, uh. <laughs> can, can you say that one again? Lee Michael Lilsniak era. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't just blow off the tongue. Lee Michael Lilsniak. Yeah, I got it. I got it. 
And I just have a wretch response to even the concept of steampunk, so I refuse to say it. Uh, no more scoring in that game. Just solid game, pretty much from start to finish. Team was well behaved, apart from uh, um, Ashiari getting picked up by the Achari, getting picked up by the Fuzz a couple times for hooking. Um. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. got to learn to mark those undercover cop cars. <laughs> <laughs> Young and foolish mistakes, you know. <laughs> you got to ask if they're a cop before you hook, man. Come on. <laughs> Cops don't have to tell you. Just saying. <laughs> I know, but, you know, that's not funny. <laughs> I like to think of him doing other things than that. I like knitting. I love that knitting thing. <laughs> Crocheting. I, I think Captain Hooking is perfectly fine. Fine way to do <laughs> hooking. You know, I think it's uh, just a matter of a kid trying to get used to the speed of the game. I know he plays in the AHL, but the AHL is still not the NHL. And the game can still be a little bit different than what he's used to. So... And he's a oh, yeah. first-year pro no matter what league he's in, too. So Yeah. Yeah, this ain't Providence College anymore, where you won a championship. <laughs> this is the big leagues. He was captain there, too, though, right? So he's... This is good. Between, you know, and between that, the the, the, the undrafted college free agent signings last year, between Chari, Zarnick, and, uh, and, and, and Vitrano. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. <laughs> you know, the other two undrafted signings, whatever, I guess, you know, Hickman and Cave aren't going to be anything. That's cool. But you need bodies in Providence anyway, so that's, you know, it's good. I'm impressed. Yeah. And all of them have done, done, done well right off, so fucking name. <laughs> Whenever you say they need bodies somewhere, I can't help but imagine that they're just moving like... Yeah, I'm picturing... Not necessarily dead bodies, but no, bodies I... that don't move. Yeah, that's what it was, like cadaver or something. Based that's on Hickman's awesome. performance, both in both in Junior and, and in Providence, I imagine it's not altogether dissimilar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Like, uh... Picture them flopping a player down on the ice. Here you go. Here's today's shipment of player. <laughs> that's pretty much how I imagine it, too. And they don't stand. They just kind of fall. <laughs> it's like a weekend. It looked kind of like like more solid scarecrows. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. My head is not working very well lately. Or maybe it's working too well. But oh, yes, they need people. They need players down in Providence for sure. <laughs> Where do we go from there? Well, we're going to talk about something else. Like the main uh, course of this episode. Mm. I keep calling it a main course because it's food for some reason. It is a tasty morsel. Yeah, I could eat. Come to think of it, I could too. But okay, so (laughs) let's talk about this stuff and then we can all go eat. Uh, (laughs) 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 Let's talk about this, then we'll all have a fucking cheeseburger. Okay? All right, so how do we like the review process? (laughs) (laughs) That's a challenge. Um, last night, we had the recurrence of no goal. Poor Tori Krug. Uh, yeah. Really, just, he's trying so hard to score goals here. And it looked like it was a beauty. Um, had his goal ca- taken back because of what I think is a phantom offside. Mm. Uh, I, I could not see how that looks any different than other situations. Yeah. Where- I wouldn't necessarily disagree with the call. It wasn't for the fact that there was a phantom offside, a, an offside challenge that um, uh, Claude put forward against the the Flyers some weeks ago. 
Oh. That, that, that was rejected. And it was the exact same situation. Yes, it was. Down to everything. Like, if it wasn't for that, I'd be okay with this. I'm like, okay, it was gray area, but I could see where they're coming from. But there's precedent going against the Bruins on the exact same play. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, too, like, subjective, you know? I mean, if it is, like, the referees, like, examining their own work, who's to say that they're not thinking, well, of course I'm right, you know, or whatever. So it would be nicer to move it to a more impartial party to take a look at. All right, why don't we just break this down? Let's talk about what, uh, how this, this whole process goes wrong. Uh, Anthony, I know you want to say something. You want to get it out before we break it down? Yeah, sure. Um, what I don't like is the fact that it, d- you know, there wasn't conclusive evidence, and there really hasn't been in any of these calls that get overturned or stayed, whether they were onsides or off. And I'm like, you know, be there's zero consistency, and and there's no conclusive evidence. Yeah, and- I mean that that's the whole idea behind the overturning of it. You you want to conclusively say that. There's something saying that it should be overturned. Uh, Jeff? And that sort of alludes to the fundamental problem with the entire coaches' challenge system. Coaches have been clamoring for it for years, and rightfully so. But that was just, but much like anything the league introduces, um, you know, like, cough, NHL, that TV, cough. (laughs) Um, They fucked it up completely. Half measures left abound, right? They don't, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to, you got to have the camera angles maximize and it's not hard to do you know little tiny gopros are, are cheap in the, in the scheme of things um and there was all that talk of player tracking and stuff that never came to be you know mm-hmm. you know our fit you know rfid chips and and their jerseys oh, right. and stuff yeah it hasn't happened um partly because sap has been such a train wreck on the stats front they can't even get you know well-established uh, advanced stats right on the website that was before nhl.tv so okay fine it did isn't unwilling to do everything enough to make it done they make a change and it doesn't get the, it does and it falls way short of what actually needs to happen so there you go you got what you want fuckers no no right. not really at all actually thanks um. okay <laughs> now now um the nfl has had what i think is probably the most comprehensive replay system oh. um, that is out there and it's frustrating it's very frustrating to fans um but i would say more often than not they um they, while they might not get the calls on the field right, I think they handle everything correctly. But it is exactly that. Camera angles up the wazoo. In fact, like I think Bill Belichick was petitioning to have cameras, even more cameras put in. Because they, you know, even as many cameras as they have, like on the goal line, you know, and behind the goals and, and all of these different places throughout the stadium where you can see just about every angle. They still need more. Uh, and uh, the, the league kind of balked on that because they've spent a lot of money on all these cameras in mm-hmm. each of the stadiums. Um, so it's they want to spend more, but they make so much freaking money. Why does it matter? So the NHL, a smaller corporation, we'll say, really should think if they wanted to, to embrace this whole uh, examining of uh, plays and having the ability to, to have coaches' challenges uh, to review goals and offside and all those other uh, nitpicky things, they really need to de- develop places to put these ca- cameras. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, you need to look at these things on something a little bit bigger than, I don't know, an <laughs> iPhone. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that tablet they use is pretty fucking small. <laughs> 
Yeah, you used I, to get a bigger tablet. You know? <laughs> it honestly looks about the size of my nook. And the nook is smaller than anything and not very useful for something like that. Seriously. And yes, I just admitted that I have a nook. Would a bigger screen help? Um, or is this just a, a matter of like refs <laughs> getting tired of, of their calls being challenged and they just will say ever, whatever they want? You see, Ideally, um, you would go up to Toronto, you would have a large screen TV and you would have the capability or, um, to zoom in like on like, you know, the goal line or the blue line or whatever, you know, and just like see if plays were offsides or if the goal counted actually, you know. I, I'm totally for taking that out of the ref's hands and it's moving it to, sorry, and just moving it to a, like a, an impartial place. It's Sorry, Jeff, go on. case to complain about that for this one, because this is a case where the refs actually did overturn their own call on the ice. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, giving it the refs oversight power over themselves is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. like, why on earth does anyone think that's a good idea? I know they're trying to not piss off the, the, the officials union, <laughs> because apparently they're very testy, um, which mm -hmm. is also why the whole Weidman saga is going so severely against Weidman, um, and partly to, as a throwing a bone to the officials union. To my understanding, you know, you know, again, in the NFL, the over the, the officials look over their work. Um, you know, you have the head official who's actually pretty impartial, and they will overturn calls um, mm -hmm. if there's conclusive ev evidence. Um, I don't, I don't really know how um, how much different that is in the NHL. Uh, I used to think when I first started watching hockey that NHL officials were uh, a lot better. I, that first year, I thought, wow, they really get it. They do this. And then the next season, they looked terrible. And I was like, how could you miss that? Um, there was so, I guess it's because I went to games and I saw like, hey, there's that thing going over there, but nobody's paying any attention to that. That guy sat on that guy. Yo, the officiating <laughs> last night was just, just atrocious top to bottom. Let's, let's, let's just get that yeah, out yeah, of the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um. I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, the officiating, in the NHL is not as good as I once thought it was. And that was just a rookie mistake, apparently. Um, so I think it's much better to just go over to Toronto for mm. that because they can't handle the game stuff in game mm. when a guy sits on another guy twice. Okay. <laughs> Nick. I'm going to stand up the refs a little bit. I, uh, I actually think their officiating is pretty good. Uh, in the NHL, when it's bad, it looks bad because we're always we're we're always used to this fabulous steak dinner they hand us. Going back to video review, I think the NHL actually messed with something good. They fixed something that really wasn't broken. Last year we had no coaches review, but nearly every goal is reviewed by Toronto, and we've mentioned that it's good. Even last year, and I think other leagues they praised. NHL gets the goals right. This is good. Mm -hmm. So suddenly we had coaches review because we needed it. I, I'll be honest. I don't like coaches review at all. When they brought coaches review in, I I didn't like it because I thought what we had was already good. It was already working. If, if it ain't broken, broken. don't fix it because then right. you get stuff like this. It was yeah. their solution to the obvious problem is goaltender interference. The entire penalty is fucked. Yeah. They need to the, change the, how that works. Yeah. They need fix to fix the penalty. the penalty. Yeah. Yes. Don't fix coaches' review. Um, I just don't like this uh, whole notion of coaches' review. Um, it's now just a game of chance. I got scored on. 
eh, coach's review. It was offside. Goalie interference. To me, you're throwing in uh, something that does not take skill. You're throwing in chance to a game that has a ton of skill. And the only chance I really like is maybe like a weird bounce off the boards or something like that. I don't want some uh, slightly missed call or maybe the chance of the ref getting the call wrong to determine a game. I think coaches view the way it is now is just throwing too much chance into the game. Let's just throw dice for a goal. Would you be okay with keeping it if they say changed the penalty, the cost for getting for, for doing a, for a failed challenge to be a bench miner rather than losing your timeout? I was oh, I love that. Yeah, turn it turn it to a category of delay a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, because you would you coaches would really would only use it if they really thought it was yeah. a bad a bad goal then. Because a lot of these uh, are like, oh, yeah. fuck it, we'll see what happens. No, no, so yeah, in, in, in in the NFL. You lose yep. a, a timeout. And that is actually really critically important. Amen. Um, uh, Amen. In, in football, but, uh, or in the NFL. Uh, in the NHL, I don't think that the, impo- uh, the, the timeout is that important because guess what? The other team takes a timeout. You can talk to your players. You, you, <laughs> yeah. get, you get the television timeouts anyway all the time, right? Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it, it really isn't much of a, an infraction if you mess up. You know? Oh, this thing I wasn't going to use, I just lost it. But going on the penalty kill right after that mm-hmm. um, de- certainly is uh, undesirable. Because <laughs> then you suddenly turn a, 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 a possibly sketchy goal into a chance for them to give up a power play, too, so put yourself down, yeah. too. Yeah. Coaches would really sit on that on that coach's challenge unless they're like, that goal is bullshit. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. I don't agree with Nick that we should can it completely, but there needs to be a way to contain it. I like that idea. I like it a lot. I like that idea, too. All right, so we agree that Coach's Challenge needs to be reworked and that the re, uh, the review should be taken out of the hands of the refs and brought to Toronto because what the hell are they doing during the games? Right. Just twiddling their thumbs. They don't have anything to do. <laughs> you know? So make them do it and give them better technology if you insist on making them review their own crap. You know, I, I love that idea, though. Make them go on the penalty kill. How mm-hmm. much do you want to challenge this thing? You know, maybe you say, we don't want to add another delay of game scenario. Well, fine. Then get rid of the puck over glass one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, let's substitute that for the stupid puck over glass thing, because I hate that still. I hate that so much. <laughs> I haven't had enough time with it to hate it. I get frustrated by it, but I don't hate it's it It's stupid because 90% of the time it's a deflection that shoots over the glass. Not yeah. an actual, not someone flicking, yeah, if someone flicks it over the side glass and out of the defensive zone, fine. Yeah. It's then again, that gets into the gray area of distinct kicking motion, so maybe not. Mm. Yeah, like it or not, there are going to be things that frustrate us about the game and that we're not going to be able to change. But we can certainly talk about them here. Well, I do think more scenarios should be reviewable. Should be. But, but there needs to be a penalty for, there needs to be a way to keep people from using them more. Well, that's why, that's why making them go in the penalty kill if they fail is a deterrent. <laughs> I love how it's like, hey, we're going to try to improve the game in this way, but we're also going to penalize you for it. <laughs> it's like, don't here's a shiny it. new toy, but don't play with it too much. Right. <laughs> right. Or you'll go blind. <laughs> that's a little different. Wow. That's... We are on topic after dark. 
I was thinking more like buying your kid an Xbox was the, was the comparison I was going for. But... <laughs> it could be any into... toy. I'm not saying it was your own personal toy. I'm just saying it could be any toy. Let's go into bare necessities. What are we doing this week? Well, okay. So While watching the Bruins. <laughs> we got a lot of game. We got a busy week ahead of us here. Yes, we, we got, do. Uh, we got a back-to-back tomorrow and Tuesday. Uh, Cats on Monday. And then uh, and then uh, the Lightning on Tuesday. Ooh. And the Canes at home on Thursday. And the Isles. So uh, the return of, uh, of, uh, of Johnny Rocket on Saturday for a Manatee game. <laughs> so we have to survive this week somehow. And many of us... Well, we, we've decided we need to give our livers a break. <laughs> Every single one of us just needs to just, like, let our livers, like, function normally for some period of time. So let's do that. So how are we embracing Bruins games this week without alcohol? Da-da-da! Who wants to go first? Well. Nick, go first. not completely out of alcohol. But you know what? Men cannot live off of beer and boxed wine alone. Um, Saturday, we have a manatee game, a matinee, and that's a perfect time to make a pizza, a Baggio pizza. Uh, my dad used to actually run a pizza joint here in the south, so oh, nice. he taught me his skills. So I'll be making a pizza, having the guys over. We will probably purchase some nice hipster beer, but that's it. No boxed wine for this southern gentleman. But uh, no, other than that, I have a fridge full of Lacroix. Lacroix. I don't know how to say it. Depends it where you LaCroix? are, I guess. Lacroix. I say Lacroix. Oh. But no, uh, they, would say, they would they would say Lacroix. Oh. Fine. Oh. See, I was gonna say don't. I, I'm not good at French pronunciation. So you do Neither you mind, anyway, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, wine, it wine in the box because then it's Lacroix. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, this is a uh, crux. But uh, no, I'm I'm looking forward to making some pizza Saturday. You know, you guys want some? Let me know. I not a <laughs> yeah. huge fan of sausage on my pizza, so um, if you ask for uh, any sort of beef sausage, not gonna happen. But uh, other than that, I'm I'm open for all suggestions. Uh, I usually like pineapple and pepperoni is my go-to. I love pineapple and pepperoni. Oh my god, pineapple on a pizza. Oh. No, I love it. it. It's fantastic. The sweet and salty is... is, is yeah. No, no, yes. no. no. Sweet and spicy. I love pine- and pine- salty. Pineapple and black olives actually is... Really? Yes. Whoa. Oh, gross. Now, so gross. I upset a lot of people. That's great. Deadpool. That was the Deadpool pizza. But no, I made pizza last night uh, before the game. Uh, but that's not my bare necessities this week. But I, I made a pesto one with freshly made pesto, which took forever. Mm, yeah. um, because you have to roast the garlic, and then you have to roast the pine nuts. and blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, but pizza making is fun. I like it. And I did have sausage on mine. So there. All right, so good job, Nick. I hope you have <laughs> fun with the pizza. Thanks. All Thank right. you. Oh, Kate. Kate is next. Okay, what I usually like doing during a matinee game, which Saturday's game will be for me, is I like usually, there's a Whole Foods across the street from me, um, and I usually just go and I get like some breakfast food, like they have really good breakfast burritos or like these biscuit sandwiches, and usually I'll just make like a pot of coffee and have like my breakfast while I'm watching the game, and I've always enjoyed that. Um, or I have like pancake mix still, so I'm, I'm just going to have like a brunchy <laughs> thing. So I think you should make French toast. Get some Ooh. sweet bread. Oh, 
sounds divine. Well, I mean, you're saying breakfast because you're the West yeah. Coast. Yeah. But uh, I would say French toast. French toast. You know, I've got to, I've got to, like, I would just have to get like some really good bread for that. Cause obviously the sandwich bread just does not cut it. But I love French toast so much. That's, that's a good idea. But yeah, pancakes I, are good. <laughs> oh, you probably can't get Portuguese sweetbread out there, can you? Maybe I could. I mean, there is a Portuguese bakery. It's just like out in Burbank. Actually, no, wait. You know what? There is one down the street from me now that I'm thinking about it. The famous one is in Burbank, but get, I could probably do that. Get some Portuguese sweetbread. Ooh. That's how you <laughs> French toast. That's mm. it. I'm moving, I'm moving back to Massachusetts, guys. That stuff is so good. <laughs> oh, Portuguese sweetbread is highly underrated. I did not really understand it until I got into my mid to... Uh, late twenties. Seriously, I, I completely <laughs> forgotten about it after all this this time uh, living in Canada, and now goddamn. Kate's making French toast. Go for it, Jeff. Well, um, this week one night I made um, grilled cheese that I, I sautéed some garlic with with apple, sliced apples, put it in the grilled cheese before putting it in the press, and uh, it's pretty good. Would better if I used fresh garlic and not jarred. So we'll okay. maybe revisit that now. Doing something really creative for, for Manatee Hockey is kind of tricky for me because um, in Atlantic time, it starts at 2, which is kind of not a... Mid-afternoon starts kind of shitty. Yeah. Starve yourself. Make it work. <laughs> no, just this was not really about food. This was a sort of a general statement is that Manatee starts kind of suckier because it's like a bad window. But um, <laughs> Why is it a bad window? What's, what's the difference between 2 and 1? I mean, besides 1 hour difference. 1 hour. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. one is more lunchtime, and two is like a very, it's starting to be like a late lunch, and it's not breakfast time, and it's, it's not even dinner time. You know, yeah, honestly, two to five is not a great, it's not a, it's not my not my preferred window to have uh, watch hockey on a Saturday. That's what I'm really saying. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I was going to say, I usually eat lunch around two, because hmm. uh, I can't eat lunch around 12 because and wait until like seven when we usually yeah. eat dinner. It, it just, I will kill someone, seriously. <laughs> Um, so I eat around two. I, I stagger my meals around stuff. So anyway, I got to get to Anthony first. So I've actually been on, I have, I've only had one beer in two weeks. Wow. Um, I'm kind of missing it. I had a Bud Light when I went to see Deadpool. Cause it's like <laughs> shitty you beer. Can, you that can drink good. at the theater. I love that. Yeah. Smitty's is great. It's like cheap food. It's not cheap. It's super overly priced, but whatever. Um, one of those like dinner and a movie places. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty... popping up everywhere. I like those. Yeah, it's it's nice. Nice chairs. Oh, uh, I, yeah. God, my, the theater that we go to now is just fabulous. You can have a drink while you're there, like real drinks, like with real alcohol. But I usually don't do that. Anyway, so, so I'm thinking I might get like a six pack of Miller High Life just to. Uh, just because I can. Because <laughs> um, this is a college town. A six-pack of High Life is only like five bucks. Oh, God. It's great. Um, for like Keystone or something. Oh, my God. I, I do respect myself a little, Kate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. That's Actually, good. respecting yourself is, is, a, um, is a continuum. <laughs> <laughs> and and Miller late uh, Miller High Life is somewhere on that continuum, but not near the. Keystone. It's at the bottom of it, but it's there. 
<laughs> course banquet. Oh, see, I, I always think of continuums going from course banquet's right. great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Kate, I disagree. Kate, I I had like Bud Light or Budweiser twice in my life, and um, I've never had Coors or Miller. I think I had a Michelob once, and I had a Molson. I- I've never drank any of that, like, uh, by choice. <laughs> well, okay, the Budweiser wasn't really by choice. I was at UNH, and I was um in high school. Ah. So it was like, what was there? So it was kind of like, all right, sure. It was awful. I feel snobby every time I visit my brother, because they love drinking Bud Light. And they're like, do you want a beer? And I'm like, nope. And it's like, I'm sure they're thinking, oh, she's a teetotaler. It's like, no, I just don't want to drink that crap. <laughs> Nope, water's fine. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're snobs. Um, it's okay. Okay, so Anthony, beer. Um, I might like it's, I, I haven't fully decided on it yet. Um, if I do, it'll probably be for the last cup, the Thursday and Saturday game. But I think tomorrow for the game, I'm gonna make broccoli cheddar soup Ooh. because I've had the stuff to make it in my fridge forever now. And it's just one of those meals, and I'm like, do we want to make soup tonight, or... Nah, fuck it, I'm going to get Chinese food. (laughs) You have to be in the mood to make soup, because here's the thing. Soup can be either really hard to make, or it can be hard to make very well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I find that cooking soups takes a lot of concentration. uh, Because you have to develop the flavors just right. That's true. And I've got I've got good cheese in the fridge too. If you Ooh. if you're making a, che- I shouldn't say good cheese like it's fancy stuff, but it's not like Market Basket blend or, or Walmart <laughs> great value shredded cheddar. Mm. You know, I'm it's, talking like Cabot and stuff. Yeah, and above. Yeah. Um, you know, good cheese, nice cheese based soups or mac and cheese. If you use crap cheese, it's not going to come out right. Mm-mm. And when I was Better talking about the mac and cheese a while ago. You know, and I said it wasn't the best. That's why. Oh, it's not good cheese. That makes me sad. Reduced fat cheese makes me sad too. I don't understand the point of that. (laughs) Just, just as an aside. I keep trying to do that with certain dishes that I cook, and I keep realizing no. You know what? You're better off cutting off the fat, like uh, in other ways, just not mm. yeah. with the cheese. I'm okay with like skim milk, but yeah, skim cheese or you know, it, it's essentially skim cheese. That's just a crime. You can't do that. This is the key: eat less cheese, but make it better. I applaud your making soup. You make soup. The only thing with making soup is, is I can never make enough for just like a meal. I just don't know how to stop putting large amounts of ingredients in it. This is what I'm going to do for Bare Necessities this week. Ready? Mm-hmm. You guys sound so excited. Yay! Okay. What? I'm going to find a way to kidnap Johnny Boychuck. <laughs> <laughs> because even though it's going to our... get dark, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not going to get dark. I'm just saying. Just, just after gonna... dark. Okay. No, 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 no. No. God, why would... Now, come on. You're going to give me this bad reputation for, like, being a puck bunny or something. I'd no. get after dark with Johnny Boychuk. Those <laughs> eyes. Those yeah. eyes. Man, I could just stare into those eyes, like, all day. I could... 
We can have a taco party. Not that kind of taco party. Like a regular. (laughs) (laughs) Right? We can listen to electronic music, because I think he likes that too. And um, and then he can come back, and we're going to give him a Chari's jersey. And we're going to be really quiet about it. You know, and now Kevin Miller, I feel bad that he's injured. But it opens up a spot, so we can have Johnny Boychuk come back. Just get him back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make a confession. I haven't openly said this. Uh, I do miss Johnny. I'm glad we aren't paying him six million until he's 39, though. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say anything about paying him. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. You know that, right? Let her have her thing. Come on. <laughs> hey, look. I didn't say I was kidnapping him. I'm working on a way to kidnap him. That's all. That's what I'm doing for my bare necessities. Screw you if you don't like it. Mm. I just wanted to come back and play for the Bruins, damn it. Yeah. We're going to pretend that he's somebody else. That's all. He'll be cool with it. Yeah. I gotcha. So. Oh. Word? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, all right. So various ways that can, that, that, uh, people can be in touch with us and listen to us uh obviously this is very line topic and you can find us on soundcloud on stitcher on itunes all those wonderful places uh you can find us on the web at facebook for mm-hmm. barely on topic you can find us on twitter uh, at barely on topic um you can find us on the new website bobbytobergy.com b-o-b-b-y-t-o-b-e-r-g-y.com um, where you can actually interact with us like we are living, breathing beings who type things on the internet and sometimes write fun things. So you can do all of that if you want to. Hey, we had a new fan contact us on Facebook yes. from Australia. That and that was cool. perfectly fun. What's his name? Come on, somebody. Pull it up. Yes. Well, thank you for um, talking to us, Adam. We really appreciate it because people don't talk to us enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. It was I fun. love doing shout outs to people because when they actually contact, to, contact us, we actually want them to contact us more. Um, so it's fun to know that we have somebody in Australia who likes to listen to our podcast. Good day, mate. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so anything else coming up? Um, I think we're all done. Yes, that's fine. Well, Kate says it's fine. So I'm I guess fine. we can close out the show. Word! That's fine. Word! <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah.